Boom, boom. Boom, boom. Hey, I forgot to. 30 seconds went went like that. Sorry, guys. Welcome, fellas. Welcome, everyone. Happy New Year. Welcome to the Daily High Five Podcast. We do this every Monday, 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And yeah, Happy New Year. What's happening? All kinds of stuff happening. What's up? Joe, I'm totally digging the black vibe behind you, man. That looks I know dark it's like mode. dark I, mode. I, love I did I didn't know um who who do you have? You you have an Android phone? I didn't know Android came by to your studio and, and <laughs> installed the <laughs> dark mode. Up. That was pretty cool. That's I was worried what you're gonna think, Michael. Android. I'm like, oh I hope no, he doesn't I like think it. I'm like, you know, I turned evil or anything. I, I just know. You know, <laughs> I love it. Of, Dude, I'm like, I'm I would, I would a thousand percent trade your background for mine. Ah, yeah, what? thousand percent. Oh, yeah, dude, yours is rad, man. I <laughs> That's love hilarious. It. Yeah, love it. yeah. So, you, if here's uh, a quick, quick YouTuber tip, right? Yeah, man. YouTuber tip just for you guys. Uh, dark backgrounds much easier to work with, yeah, because it's much easier to like add more light versus when it's bright. It's like, how do I take, take it out? I can't yeah. take out the light, yeah. you know what I mean? Sure. It's just much easier to start with dark, yeah. So I'm able, yeah. to, I'm able to do that in my videos, but not in oh, my yeah. live stream. Oh, yeah. Yet. You know what? I was thinking about that. Your theater room. Yep. What color was it before you painted it? Red. It was red. It was like it was a red. maroon burgundy. Yeah. Something like and that. Then, so how is it now that you repainted? Because after all your theater tours, Michael. I love it. Everybody had like, especially the dude with the triple velvet on everything. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I'm in my garage. I'm like, white walls. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. And then somebody yeah. commented like, look at this guy. He doesn't know anything but his white walls. Oh, I was like, yeah. yeah. I went and get some paint. Get lost. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's like somebody said to me today. He's like, oh, your couch is, is right up against the wall. Oh, well, then your home theater is not good. Yeah. Like, you, can't, I'm like, you can't have a good experience. You can't have a good experience. That's it. That's it. Can't I have saw a good that. I'm like, I bet this dude is boiling right now. Tell him. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, okay, great, dude. Thanks, man. Uh, mm. I'm glad I'm glad you come on my comment section and just shame my my home theater because it, I don't have a dedicated room. That's poop. You poop on on my deal. loser. Yeah, loser. But um, but yeah, I, you know, uh, and and that brings up a great topic. Uh, Tim, here you go, buddy. Um, you know, we all we all just do what we can with what we have. I don't. I have a living room. Yes. You know, it's not. It's not. It's definitely not perfect. One hundred percent not perfect. Nope. The slanted ceilings and all that kind of stuff. So, um, you know. It's Isn't that part of, of the things. fun, though? Yeah, like we have we have obstacles. Michael, I was thinking about yeah. your room today. Yeah, dude. You not you, ideal because someone uh, I know you were saying before, and someone also has this uh, um, issue is mm-hmm. that they have an elevated rear sound stage, and Correct. their Atmos channels are like two feet away. Yep, from so, their side surrounds and their back surrounds. So, yeah. like, how is that a good? Like, he's like, so should not, I try it? You know, so not what perfect, do I do? Man. Yeah. Yep. I even did a video on it called My Room's Not Perfect or My Room Has Issues. My right. Theater I remember. Room has I remember. Issues. Yeah, oh, yeah. You need Room yeah, Perfect. Dude, I got... <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. I was just in a conversation with somebody and somebody basically asked a question about, you know, placement and everything. And and the guy's answer was Trenov. Trenov will fix it. I'm like, yeah, great. Dude, is everything. worry about the room acoustics. Worry about layout, proper layout, proper placement then let Trenov do its thing. That's like having the crappiest room and go, oh, Dirac will, f- or Dirac will feel that, fix that. 
Odyssey right. will fix that, you know? No. Man. Or, yeah, 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 yeah. It'll do what it can, but do what you can to help it out. Right right before yeah. the show, actually, like about, like, till about 3.30 our time, I was talking to to Croson uh, and Miguel, right, mm-hmm. on the phone. And we were talking about EQ, because that's what we do. And um, Paul has a pretty good room. It's like, you know, he has all the treatments, like, you know, mm-hmm. proper placement. And yeah. I tried to do some EQ on his, and it's like it came up with the same result as like Wipeout, right? Wipeout natural, and it's because like you know his room is already good. And I'm like, oh man, that sucks. I would prefer yeah. when you have yeah. like a bad room and there's something to fix, you know? Yeah. Right. Uh, it's kind of annoying not- when there's not nothing to fix. Like you know what? Sorry, yeah. your speakers are perfect and your room is perfect, and uh, there's nothing for me to do here. I have a theater yes. room on my tour that JBL um, line yeah. array. And he's got it set up on the AB of the Denon that yeah. he can easily switch on mm. and, you know, no Odyssey. And everybody goes, I don't hear a difference it's because yeah, his room's no set up properly. Yeah. It's no fun, boo. man. It's no boo. Right. So here's what, I, here's, speakers, what, here's what I want you to do, Joe. Put your snubs in the worst placement possible. Oh, there the you garage. go. And then do your little Rue magic and your mini DSP magic. And they go, now we got to set up. Yeah, I'll make it sound good at like 65 dB max. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. What's up, Aaron? What kind of what shirt do we have? Let's start there. Cobra Kai shirt, man. Ooh, oh, that, oh, yeah. that one's a nice one. Hard. Oh, yeah. Oh, did you, dude, did you, you know what's tight it about already? that? It's got like some Akuma vibes to it, too. Dude, it's pretty awesome. I've had this shirt since the first season came out when it was on YouTube. So, yay. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah, man. I forgot, about that. Yeah. I forgot it was on YouTube and they moved over to Netflix. That's right. Mm-hmm. I think after the second season. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, after the second season. Yeah. Yeah. I finished it all, man. It was awesome. You watched the whole thing already? Oh, yeah. Binge watched the first day. Dude, those things kids. are so short, bro. No wonder. Hey, are yeah, they're so like 30 40 minutes. Nice. Yeah, oh, yeah. I just, yeah I've been looking forward to that for months. So I was I was all in, man. You just watched it in one sitting the whole thing? Pretty much. Yeah. Don't judge me, man. I do. I do so much. I can afford to be lazy once in a while. Remember that, folks. When he says, "You know what? I got full time job, and I don't have time for you know these videos." Take a while. Remember when I took Cobra the week Kai, off of work? I took bust, the week off of work, busting out the Cobra Kai. I took the week off of work, son. Oh damn! <laughs> Did you really to watch it? dedication? No, not to, well. I took it just because <clears throat> for the first time in my life, I actually took the entire week after Christmas off of work. You know, like. When I was growing up, that's what everybody did, but I've never been able to do that because we've always used vacation for other stuff. So sure. I decided to do that this year. What is he drinking for you, man? Cheers. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Happy New Year. This is uh, actually is. Got there. What is this? Oh, so this is a drink that uh, Juan uh, told me about. It's a Coquito um, from Sounds... Puerto It's a Puerto Rican holiday drink or something like that. Juan Hernandez, this is for you, buddy. Hey. Wow. Finally got all the ingredients, and so a wifey made it just now. Uh, well, you have to like boil it and then cool she it and you all out, that buddy. Kind of stuff. Sorry, that's my Whoa. designated drinker right there. That's like some serious um, commitment to a drink, there, bro. Heat it up, cool it, yeah. chill it, ice it. That's too much. It. I didn't even put ice in this drink. This is just straight up water out of the tab. I was like, I gotta hurt. He's like, I need some agua. I was like, I can that's delicious, we, man. We went live though. We were talking about something. Um, scripting. We're talking about we're talking videos. About oh yeah, scripting. Yeah, oh, yeah. Because Joe, you were like. Hey, your video today, you, it was pretty smooth. I'm like, what do you mean? And then he's yeah. just like, the way you talk, the way you delivered it. And and it's because I didn't need any, I don't, 
like this receiver that's coming supposedly today like yeah. oh 105 watts per channel seven channel nine channel yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. you don't have to remember all these stupid right. little things uh yeah. so so it's just when, easy. It's, when it's up here or it's an experience that you've had and you're just sharing that experience yeah. that's easier to to do without having cuts and takes and redos mm -hmm. but yeah when you're doing a product review man it's either i'm reading from a script or i've got to like okay yeah. study and then talk to the camera and then study and talk to the camera i've been, I've been doing some stuff. scripted stuff lately like a few yeah, i'm trying I've been it trying it out and uh i've always hated the way it sounded like it always sounded like i'm reading mm -hmm. right. i can't do it i can't it's do hard. it it's, it's harder for me to I'm do trying. scripted than it yeah, is yeah. to just boom go it's so well, much know, easier for me just to hit the live button than it is to script something and try to read it yeah i don't know i just can't do it it doesn't right, feel so natural here's, right. here's a here's a what i found aaron is the more you do unscripted stuff, so let's, you know, freestyle, like in rapping, right? Like written oh. versus freestyle. Yeah. The more you do freestyle stuff, the easier it is to do the written stuff because when you go to read it, you kind of read it the same way as you've heard yourself say it on video. Or write it the way that you would normally talk. That too. So it's not like a publication kind of thing, but it's eh, literally, I don't a, know, you know. Yeah. I, I differ. I, I beg to differ. I'm like Jay Z when I step into the booth. Oh, oh. I don't oh, read yeah? anything. I just it's all. You're like okay. it's uh, all Jay -Z. it's all off the top. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I got a condo with nothing but condoms in it. Same place where the rhymes are vented. Check it. <laughs> that's, 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 that's that. Is that what? Dude, that was good. Like? Yeah, yeah. See how you know, I'm with the flow in a vet. <laughs> Rapid fire, right. like I'm blessing the tech. Yeah. Dude, I used to, you know the watch um, out, the, watch out, watch out. the Jay Z and palms are sweaty, um, arm weak, arm are heavy. I got butt kickers in my seat. <laughs> I got butt kickers, and they ain't kicking so to easy. the beat. <laughs> oh yeah. All right. How about Chata starts the line, and then Joe go. <laughs> oh man, this is gonna get bad. What lines are we freestyle. talking about? What are uh -oh. Uh -oh. That, that, uh -oh. that white stuff you see outside in your yard. <laughs> That's snow. Yeah, that's snow. Yeah, no, it's different. It snowed here in Alabama, <laughs> dude. There, there. Saturday night it was going to be tornadoes, and then it snowed last night. I don't, I don't freaking understand it, dude. A buddy sent me pictures from Alabama today, and same thing, man. He's got snow outside. He's in northeast Alabama. How do you know what town? Yeah, Woodville. So I'm going to Google this. Forty-five minutes east of Huntsville, about twenty-five oh. minutes north of Gunnersville. Oh, it's right near where I used to live. Really, really. Because I am about 30 minutes south uh, west of Huntsville. So Okay, cool. He's actually yes. really close. Uh -huh. He'd probably be about an hour from him. I've got, a, uh, yeah. I've got his home theater tour on my channel. So What? Yeah, he's an hour from me. Yeah, yeah. he's got a sweet setup, dude. He's got 418s in an IB configuration. Oh, nice. Um, beautiful home theater. He's got a lot of... Um, I guess like stonework in it on the front. He's got a custom wood cabinet that he made. Uh, he's got two TVs off to the side. So there's a, uh, I think it's a 130 inch diagonal 16 by nine screen in the middle. And then flanking that he's got probably like two 55 inch TVs. Yeah. So they can have <laughs> the way he's got it set up is pretty interesting. They watch the football game on the big one and then they'll have like the instant replay on like one of the other ones, I don't know how they do that, but it's like 30 seconds behind or, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's kind of weird. Yeah. So you can right. always glance over there and kind of physically see what just <laughs> happened. Yeah. I'm like, that's pretty cool. 
So Juan asks, what are you guys most looking forward to in the AV world this year? And have you guys been getting lots of emails for our, for CES or yeah. things that were supposed to happen at CES? No, mm, not no, a lot. Not me. I mean, I'm getting some new product re like requests for reviews and stuff. Mm. So, but I don't, I don't necessarily know it's tied to CES. You know what? Well, there's, there's a lot, a lot of press releases just being popped out right now because mm -hmm. it's that yeah. time. Everybody's there. Brian, mm -hmm. Brian Tong's there. Caleb Dennison. He's over there? there. Yeah, he's Bomo's over, there. over there too, right? Bomo's there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think Brand, Brandon might be there. He may or may not. I, I don't know. Be the installer. I'm sure. Hey, hey, we have fun, right, Chana? Like, oh, dude, it was a know. blast, man. And like, we always have a good time. I, you know, had I not spent four grand on a new mixer, because it usually costs about four thousand um, dollars for the week ish with mm -hmm. when you calculate everything uh although i drove joe flew um and then um you know with my walking around on crutches or uh, it's just it's a pain in the ass. that's a no-go yeah. yeah that's a no-go um yeah. you know what i was looking forward to that was supposed to be announced at ces but i guess you know uh, they're not going to be doing it is uh durac you know there was that email that said you know new durac something i'm like mm. what what is it I want to know. So anyway, I emailed them. I'm like, hey, you know, we have a yeah. we have a podcast here. You know, we Let's have know. a channel. If you guys want to yeah. use us, go for it. You know, I just want to know what it is. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. So it'd be fun. Use out. us. Think, yeah, use. Yeah, like, us. Like sounds so dirty. Use us and uh, also <laughs> Wait, send me whatever it is. Use so us like, and don't use pay me us and after. Abuse me, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Oh god. Oh, god. Uh, but yeah, I, that's one thing I was looking forward to that um you know, yeah. more DSP. You know me. I'm I'm yeah. all in on DSP. You should call you oh, DSP you Joe should do, instead of you should do, a, do a shirt like that. More DSP, yeah, you know me. Oh. <laughs> you down with DSP? Yeah, you yeah. know me. <laughs> be a good t-shirt, man. Yeah. Man, like um, oh wow. All the homies. Mm -hmm. How about you guys? I mean, Michael, don't you have some kind of shootout thing going on? What is I that? Do, dude, I'm flying out this Friday. <laughs> he do do. I am excited. He, <laughs> he do do. He's so excited. He do do. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep saying it. Just keep saying it. You yeah, won't yeah. stop laughing. <laughs> oh, gosh. Now I'm heading up to Kansas City. Um, we're going to have, there's about six different. Let's see if I can pull up the thread. So over on the AVS forum, there's a thread that, there we go, AVS. Is that the one with the JTR speakers are going to be there? No, or? this is this is just a projector shootout. So we've got an, oh, okay. I've never the, heard anything the, like that. The new JVC NZ8, the new JVC NZ7. Uh, we'll have the NX7, which is their older version, which is what I have. We've got a JVC RS420. <clears throat> as well as an Optima 50X Epson 6050, which is actually Croson's, um, and then an Epson 5050, Epson 3800, and a Sony 295ES. So we're going to be putting those kind of head-to-head, wow. just kind of seeing how yeah. they compare. We tried to get some people uh, posting on my channel, I'm like, hey, does, if anybody's got a Sony, we'd love to have kind of a newer, maybe higher-end Sony to kind of go head-to-head -head with the JVC. <laughs> and the Sony crowd is like, so I don't know, man. Yeah, and crickets on that. So, so Croson, Cro he's like, yeah. Michael was so impressed with Kansas City. He's he's on his way back already. He Dude, just loves him. So huh? I am. I've been house shopping huh. up there. It's been pretty cool. Oh yeah, <laughs> really? No, Basement yeah. shopping. 
That's right. Yeah, basement shopping. Oh, yeah. basement. That I that I am super jealous of that. So, but yeah, so that'll take place this Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and I'll fly back Monday. So it's kind of more just a one day shootout. But on, we're actually going to be doing. I'm going to make several videos. I want to do a video just comparing the JVC NX7 versus the NZ7 versus the NZ8 because a lot of people want to know, you know, what are the differences between my NX7 versus these new ones, the lasers. Um, and then I'll do kind of a video on just the projector shootout. And I may even do a video on, we're bringing in Nick. Um, he's, uh, no. Nick uh, he's got too many kids. No, this is a Sir Master on ABS Mix form. A lot. And so he's coming in to calibrate all the... Uh, uh, I was, was going to ask, is there going to be some sort of calibration? Okay, cool. Yeah, so Nick knows this stuff. He's been doing this a long time. Super genius up. guy. All on uh, vivid mode. Shoot yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. right, man. Right? So, it's the best so, mode, isn't it, Chata? Always? Too. Vivid. Vivid. That's right. Vivid. Vivid video. Keith, man, <laughs> documenting the projector shootout. Yes. Keith, man, make sure you provide demos. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, so you're, you're going to have a... Uh, you're going to be filming a little bit of the... Uh, yeah. So I'll, do, I'll do some of the content on that. I'd, mm -hmm. I'd love to kind of get some feedback from because there's probably going to be about 15 people there so i'm going to kind of get their feedback on kind of at the beginning of the video like what do you think is going to happen what are maybe some predictions and then kind of go through the process of how we're comparing them or how they're comparing them here's a question to you how, how are you going to do this uh are you going to set your camera on auto like you know if oh, one is like bluer is it going to change white balance and no. then you can move it over no. like how are you going to no. possibly white White balance is going to be locked in. Exposure is going to be locked in. ISO is going to be locked in, and aperture is going to be locked in. So mm. it'll be identical wow. for all of them. Um, you know what would be helpful is at least <clears throat> make sure that the black levels aren't clipping because sometimes, like, you can't tell the difference because they all look like perfectly black. Mm. Like uh, that's yeah. not really how it is. You know, there's going to be yeah. your JVC is like, going to be like really like good. How would I? How would I know that? You talking about like I while I'm filming? Yeah, I'd say while you're filming, err on the side of not crushing the black like levels. overexposed, right? Yeah, like yeah. Err yeah, on I not don't. crushing the black levels so people can actually see the differences because that's where you're gonna notice the difference, right? If you think about it, it's gonna look really weird if I overexpose everything just so they can see one's more gray than the other. Maybe Wouldn't you. Yeah, yeah. No, I hear mm, you. I hear. Yeah. You. I, I would say, how about like. Um, do like a couple of different settings or a couple of different runs. Because we've like, both done oh. some ultra short throw projectors yeah. and normal projectors, Michael. Like, you sure. know what, what's involved. I would yeah. say like if they're doing a test for black levels, right? If, you know, you know that test where they're showing, mm -hmm. they're flashing the thing. Yeah. Well, oh, you know, err on the side of making sure you don't. Yeah. But if it's going to sure. be highlight test, yeah. then maybe you're going to want to. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how this is going to turn out. Know. It's, it's going to be more fun than it is like a hundred percent scientific. You know what I'm saying? But we're gonna do our best to make. Oh, shut up, Aaron! I'll smack you. <laughs> you heard that? I told you. I told God, you. I just got so mad. It was just a joke. What happened here? What is he saying? Is he? He saying? No. As soon as I said anything. that, well, he's like, I, I, he said scientific. I just went. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. So, but we're gonna have a blast with it. I think it'll be a lot of fun. But. Um, trying to do this the right way. We actually tried to get a guy from um, JVC to come in to calibrate or something or yeah. be a part of the shootout, but 
they had stuff going on with CES. So yeah, it might be better that you don't. Yeah, just yeah. from the perspective of you know what I mean? Because once well, you say if if you like JVC better, everybody's right. well, you're biased. So yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Youth man, zero to one hundred, real, real quick. quick. Yeah, he did, man. He flipped that the switch. Fun, yeah, fun. he holds it in. That's why it's all yeah. pent up energy. Dang, you know what I mean? If he ever, like if he ever started cussing, it would just be nonstop cussing the whole. It would, shit. Be, it would be one entire <laughs> song, one big bleep. Chano <laughs> <laughs> would just be sitting like, "Yeah, it's game over." And I'd be like, "Damn, I just got, I just got, funny. you just got owned. one upped." Yeah, you yeah, gotta, I got you gotta have some fun. You gotta have some fun, man. I don't think so. so I have a cool. Well, if you don't have fun, that's fine. You don't have anything cool. I'm mad at you. Whatever, dude. When I show you this, I think you'll think it's cool. I think uh, it's cool. Easy. It's so now. I'm worried now. <laughs> All right. There you go, Joe. <clears throat> oh. All right. Let's see. What is this here? Oh, Kanga. Look out, Kanga. Man. All it needs is that surround from that. What was that? What um, that surround. What are we looking at? San, Fran- San Francisco? That weird surround. So that is Sonus Faber. Surround. <laughs> So those are some Sonus Faber. Those are the, oh my goodness, Olympica Nova 3s. Three. Mm-hmm. So you took this one? Yeah. Look yeah. at you. Well, yes, I'll take some photos of it. Dude, these things are gorgeous on mm-hmm. so many levels. The angles, the round edges. I mean, there's just so much craftsmanship. You can see the little... Um, they're not white lines. They're more like a cream color, mm-hmm. kind of cream color lines. Oh my goodness, man! They're just yeah because beautiful. they take all their their inspiration from boats, right? Absolutely. So like, there's a lot of that in you know yeah. Italy. And all See if it floats, dude. Yeah, let's let's put it oh, in. Put it. Oh, oh. <laughs> no. See if it floats. No, no, we ain't throwing this in the water. Um, <laughs> and the cool thing too is, all right. So I, I do the unbox, not an unboxing video because I knew they were like demo units so it's not like a pristine come from the factory kind of thing so i just go ahead and unbox it pull everything out and it's kind of an accessories box so i open the accessories box and it's missing the little spiked feet so i don't have Mm. those i reached out to them Uh, today and said hey do you want to send that to me to be part of the video so waiting to hear back from her on that but then i i um i'm thinking man they forgot the grills too they didn't send me the grills oh yeah, I was like, I was kind of bummed. So then I'm like, okay, let's go ahead and open up the other speaker, pull out the other speaker, open up the accessory box and that. And I see like these little strings. wind up strings. They're just literally in a, yep. in a circle. I'm like, what the heck is that? And I went, oh. and they just like clicked. Cause I remember these have strings as speaker grills. Cause it kind of gives the impression of like a musical instrument. All right. Dude, I hooked that up and I just I was like melted. I'm like <laughs> Mike, Mike I know it sounds, looks. I know it sounds weird, but I was just like oh, it sounds weird oh. for sure. That's right. I hugged them one time. That's you, you don't even you, those Uh-oh. are so nice looking, you don't even have to turn them on, right? You just did the demo. You know, um, they always say you're supposed to use one speaker, you just use no speakers, like not even hooked up. Uh I'm serious, man. It's They're like, just these sound awesome. Yeah, just looking at so, it. I'm going to have some fun doing the B-roll on this. I think I'm hopefully I can kind of capture the beauty of it, the essence of what Sonus Fiber is about. And, and uh, man, they're solid. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you tap on the side and it's, you can tell they've got some serious bracing in there. The bottom mm-hmm. feet are, I'm assuming it's, it's aluminum, but it may be stainless steel. That part, I don't know. Cause I don't yeah. know my metals, 
but you know, the bottom, the entire plate is that man is so cool, dude. Super excited. And then I hooked them up too. Oh yeah, dude. So smooth. I was, I was really enjoying it. I spent probably two hours just listening to music on Cobas, just going through song after song after song. I'm like, I like what I'm seeing. What is the price on those speakers? So they're about, I think they're 15,000 a pair. So, okay. mm-hmm. so they're pretty expensive, but here's the crazy thing. So they have a couple of tiers under that less expensive. Mm-hmm. Yep. They have several tiers above that as well. Like the Aedas, I think the Aedas are maybe what? 250. So 250,000. Yeah. Yeah. Like dude, yeah. Like legit. So, um, had a contest to guess. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Was. Somebody said that nobody guessed for a while. Well, I did it on my Patreon channel because I was giving away some Oro 3D disc and everything. And mm, so I right. said, hey, if you guys can guess what speaker I've got in for review, uh, not only the brand, but also the the series, then I'll give away, you know, a, your choice of DTS or Oro 3D disc. And man, they went through just, I mean, brand after brand after brand. It finally, finally they got the Sonus Faber and then it took a little while and then they got the other one. So I ended up giving out to two winners. So I gave a DT, DTS disc as well as a Oro 3D disc. And I'm going to end up doing some other contests on my Patreon, a little plug there. Um, there so, you go. but I'll be doing that every Friday this month. So I'll, I'll do a giveaway this Friday and it, it will all be centered around the tour that I just finished or I'm about to finish on Wednesday, the Kansas city tour. Mm-hmm. So it'll be kind of like trivia from those videos. You know, like, anyway, I won't give it away, but so it'll be fun, man. Cool. That's, that's nothing for a youth. I, 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 I see, I see a lot of people talking about how expensive they are. You they know? are. Yeah, yeah. No, they're definitely. And the, is this, is this funny. one where you just, you, you don't even, you know what I mean? The sound signature is like, don't care. Dude, they're gorgeous. <laughs> don't yeah. care. Is that the sound signature? <laughs> hey, at least you're honest. You know they're what great. I mean? I would lo- I would love it if somebody just said, you know what? I just love the way that these look and uh, I don't even care. Yeah. No. And yeah. here's the crazy thing, though. Like I'm listening to them. They've got incredible imaging. I get one thing I love when I hear a speaker that kind of envelops me. I don't know how else to explain it, but when the sound literally just surrounds you and you only have two speakers playing, I love yeah. that. And not yeah. every speaker can do that. Some speakers, you just hear the sound coming from the speaker and that's cool. I like it when it can envelop me. Now, what I don't know is, does that have a lot to do with the new acoustic panels? And there's more reflections in my room because some of them are, have the reflective surface or is it a tr- you know, a trait from just the Sonus Faber? So I don't know yet. I'm going to move them out in the living room, you know, part of that kind of um, trying them in some different locations and stuff. But what I'm enjoying, man. Oh, dude, great bass from these things. They don't go super low. I think it's like, 36 hertz but the base is super clean and i wish i had a a picture of the rear of these they have these metal fins it's like aluminum fins that go straight from the top all the john see if you can pull up their um so their website aaron real quick on a question for you back it's the craziest thing so question is are you hoping that these would measure really good or really bad i don't care no, no, I'm just kind of curious, like what Aaron would say. You don't yeah. care, but I really like, am no. I hoping. Yeah. Like, I hoping so. Hoping implies intent. So yeah. I would expect that they would measure well. I would put it that way. 
Okay, you expect them to measure. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes I would like I see really expensive speakers and I hope they measure bad. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know why. why. So you wouldn't like because Joe's or... a hater. That's why. No, I, just wanna, I, I would like them to measure well, like, a little, like not perfectly because I don't think it matters. <laughs> Dude, like some of the people who buy this, they just like it and they have yeah, the no, money and they're going to just buy it. Well, no I would expect they would measure at least pretty decently well. I mean, yeah. they, they got a small mid range and a tweeter oh. close together, so that would help. So this yeah, is because I'm, I'm a hater, Jana. Yeah, Actually, yeah you're a hater. Joe's like, no, man. Yeah. Uh, anyway, may have, may have to wait. They would have to wait till the video, but um, terrible. It's a really interesting. So I'm thinking there's a port back there. It's a vertical port. Um, and it's it's along this metal aluminum thing back there. It's it's kind of interesting. So I'm I definitely have to ask a lot of questions to Sonus Faber. Like, okay, tell me more about this so I can understand it. Mm. You know, tell me about the internal bracing so I can share that on on the channel because I really like what I see and I really like what I'm hearing. So definitely a definitely a fan. I've been I've been wanting to hear these since we had them on mm -hmm. the uh originally back with the Hi-Fi Summit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now the AV Summit. Yep. So when they started telling me about like just the, the design, yeah, the design philosophy and and how they went about um, you know, constructing these and the hand craftsmanship. I mean, it just oozes crans what did I just say? Crayons? Crayons? It oozes crayons. So Raphael says one of the best mid-range comes out of these. Interesting. Okay, so ASS says slot port. It's the entire height of the cabinet. So it's an interesting design for that port. So those Pretty are wrong. all custom drivers, right? I believe all so. 100%? Yeah. I, I, again, oh, I don't, here, here, I don't here, know here. a lot Finally. about Finally. Finally, it's not um, the full Olympica, but it is the um, it's the bookshelf version. Okay, cool. So it may have. Uh, here's, that yeah, so here it is. There you go. Yeah, Look at see that right thing. There. That's the that's the slaughter part. Dude. Yeah, that's it's, it's that's wild. Interesting. It is super wild. Never Did they seen send anything. you the the five point one? Is that the, the no? I tried. I tried to get at least the center channel so that we could do like <clears throat> oh front stage. Yeah, but they didn't have a center channel available, so I'm like, hey, just send it. Oh, here, here, here we go. Here we go. Mm, Here it there is. You go. Yeah. yeah. Click on the plus on it. I think maybe it'll zoom in. No. Reflex uh, that, port. Yeah. Solid piece of extruded aluminum yeah. that complete the stealth ultra flex system. An extremely low turbulence porting system is inherent from what is it? O homage tradition. Homage. Mm -hmm. Homage. Homage tradition models. Homage. Homage. Uh, favoring the profile of C waves, the structure facilitates mm. airflow through the duct while controlling its speed and reducing the distortion causing turbulence. I hope there's a bunch of chuffing coming out of that thing. I was oh. about to say, I was about to say, who's going to make the farting joke? Oh, <laughs> of course, it was Hater uh, J. Fresh Hater J in the house. See the dark background. It's a dark background, guys. Uh, I love yeah. it. I love it. I like it. Okay, They're cool. So Wolfram Cone has I'm been serious. developed in cooperation with uh, Kurt Mueller. Mueller. On an exclusive sandwich construction technique, two layer, two external layers of cellulose pulp are combined with a layer of high-tech synthetic, synthetic foam in between. I have no idea what that means. Okay, yeah, all right. Yeah. So there but you I go. Can tell so you that, that Kurt Mueller, they design a lot of cones for people. Even like JL Audio's older stuff used to have Kurt Mueller design cones. So okay. they do a Ooh. lot of stuff. How 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 much older? Like what kind of old are we talking? Well, about? less than ten years. They just can dis they discontinue them probably. 
five or six years ago, mm. I guess. Their new ones may actually have uh, KM cones, but I don't mm. know that they do. But their C5 line were all uh, KM cones. So, huh. yeah. yeah. Anyway, just for I'm what just it's worth. Because I don't, I don't have them in for review, so... No. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you were here, I wouldn't be hating on them. I know they're probably going to do like crap. That's somebody right said Dreamio made a video about it. Who did? So, uh, someone I forget who said it, but Dream Media made a video about okay. the new Sonos. Their oh, video is probably going to be terrible yeah. too. Thank you for the uh, super chat there, FOMO. Enjoy Vegas, buddy. I wish I was there. Wish I was there. But hey, you put it all on red. What does that mean? On Why red? red? Ga- gambling. It's red or black for roulette. Why is he putting it on red though? Because you always you? on black. <laughs> God. Passenger 57 reference. <laughs> Wesley Snipes. <laughs> Passenger 57. Good uh, lord. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, all the good, all the good movies were back then. They were. Oh, back but um, I actually, I actually um was talking to him and I was like, hey, send me some Sonus Fobber bookshelves. Send me anything as long as it's not a floor standing speaker, because I cannot lift a damn thing right now. That's fair. That'd be <laughs> so, real. Yeah. So yeah. We'll see what happens. Let's see what happens. Hmm. But um, but man, yeah, that looks pretty awesome, Mike. They're I'm beautiful. For you. I, I like them, man. I'm excited. They look somebody's great. somebody's right, dude. You man's it. getting bougie. I'm gonna take one, right? The fifteen thousand dollars speaker. Why not? It's, yeah, I'll, man. I'll take two. You're supposed to be a home theater guy, not a home audio guy. Come on, man. I try, but He's I tried to out. get I tried to get the home audio or the home theater stuff. But yeah, yeah, yeah. They have a they have home out. theater stuff. Dude, yeah. they got, you they got a, yeah, yeah, they, they got, got a center walls. channel, they got subwoofers, they got surrounds. They no, no, I, I mean like I mean like horns. That's what I was talking about. Uh, yeah, I was, my bad, my bad. My I was bad. joking. Yeah, so when you said that, I was like, What? Yeah, yeah, I dude. No I use deal on those. I can <laughs> yeah, definitely not. I can appreciate like one thing that's that I'm learning with the tour is that I can appreciate a lot of different things, even if it's not like my style you know what i'm saying but i can still appreciate it i can still enjoy it even if my ears don't prefer that sound if that kind of makes sense yeah you know what i'm saying yeah because you know it's right. funny um so i'm not gonna somebody, put you on somebody's setup because he's not, not gonna do do well yeah. how, can you, how can you hate on that look you know what i mean like the way that that speaker is look looks all right. and all right. you can't hate on it at all like it's well, just, just gorgeous dude Okay, to us, the very first thing I like, Jessica, you got to come in and check these things out. They're gorgeous. Oh. She walks in and she goes, Those are ugly. That is awesome, dude. She uh, pooed on my, my $15,000 speakers, man. Damn. Well, you know, it's funny. So I got those uh, Emotiva, the T2 Plus. Very, I mean, yeah. you guys have seen them before. They look yeah. very, very basic, right? Sure. And Plain. so many people were like, Oh, they're the ugliest speakers. My wife said, Oh, I like those. So. <laughs> like go figure. Which one? Don't they look like coffins though? The um those emotiva ones, like the shape. Yeah, they do look pretty yeah, ugly. A little coffiny. Here's some yeah. pictures from Kanga. So this is what the inside That's looks cool. like. I like yeah. that. I'm in the like port or whatever. Yeah. And, and then he's the- like, boss. <laughs> is Sonus <laughs> Faber bad? <laughs> <laughs> that was a good voice. Um, uh these are the ones I like. Thanks so much these, for the super chat, brother. These, yes, these vivid you, Gaia, Gia. I don't know how you pronounce it, but I did. Oh a yeah, 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 yeah. G A I believe. 
Yeah. I don't know about that. Yeah, but I think they okay. look cool. Okay. But it's like, like a new Teletubbies again. Somebody legit, right? <laughs> Teletubbies. Yeah. Um, Lawrence Dickey. He did yeah. the original Nautilus for BMW. Yeah. So okay, that's his this brand. Makes, this makes sense. This makes yeah, sense. yeah, yeah. So I mean, I think they're cool, but I imagine I could totally see why people would think they're hideous. So yeah, I mean, it's just not, you know everybody's choices are different. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I don't think and, I'd and get not, like a, such a not bright only color. Are, are people's choices different? Where would you put that to where it like fits in? It has. Like, oh, yeah. What kind of decor do you have house. in your home? Yeah, exactly. Right. Right. For modern house, yeah. right now, modern, like, minimalist, yeah. you know, kind of thing. I would try to find like a charcoal gray or something. I don't think I'd go with a color like that, but I just think the look is All right. so cool. It's different. Best looking speaker then. Uh, you have unlimited money. Best looking speaker. That's you don't so care annoying. so much how it sounds, just oh, dude, Focal Utopia, whatever those three hundred thousand dollars are. Yeah, talking about like the ones that are stacked. Yeah, the that... like big tall ass ones with all the like separate. Oh, the little I fell in love with the Sonos the covers, yeah. man. Yeah, Sonos. That would. Be I don't my... know. I mean, those Magicos look kind of cool. They're just yeah, like, the Magicos are pretty nice. Black, yeah, like spire thing. Yeah. Metal. Yeah. Somebody Metal. mentioned the Kef blades. I think Kef the Kef blades, blades are pretty blades cool are too. Cool, yeah. BMW Nautilus MLB. See, the, I, the ones I don't necessarily like to look Red of are the are the BMW, the eight oh whatever, the big oh, ones, the heads, you know? diamonds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just oh, don't yeah. like the. I just yeah. those don't do it for me. But plenty of people yeah. love them. So sure. K- Kanga said, "Check out these ones." So we're gonna. What are the? There's know. one that looks like a Forza. snail. Have you seen that one? Oh, I've, I've seen these things. The snail. Yeah, that's the. I think that's the not. Well, Nautilus. hold on. Is it's that one the of Nautilus? the higher. It's one of the higher end Nautilus. Yeah. Because mm. some of them have the Nautilus tweeter, Ooh, but it's white one looks nice model. I kind of like this white. You know, honestly, I think I might have to yeah. go with uh, for myself. Probably have to go with the Sonus Faber. It's kind of my look. It, to me, they look really awesome. Just like the wood that they use, everything looks. Yeah, good. Joe's like, but can I get them in um, dark mode, saying. please? That's what I'm dark. saying. Dark I don't mode. Even care how they sound. Like, <laughs> so these are, look like that, these are in like these are in Wingate finish. It's like a kind of a brown, brownish, yeah, yeah, like a deep red kind of. We already They're, said that like about 40 times last episode. Yeah, when again, how to pronounce it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Surprised y'all didn't get any backlash for that, too. People nah. thinking you're making fun of it or something. No. All right, so what about like yeah. the, <clears throat> the Wilson Audio ones? I don't like them, but yeah. I know there's a crowd for those. The one, You know, yeah. the, like the modular ones? Yeah. Or they'll have like uh, the base cabinet or the little base yeah. block and then the mid-range and the tweeter mm-hmm. and then the mid-range and the base. You know, it's I feel like we're I missing know. one. There's gotta be there's a there's another one. Oh, that I'm sure there's really something else. Awesome. I don't like that. China um, said the it, the the Magico though, and I, I don't know if you guys I'll try to share it real fast because I've got of industrial, right? Like kind of industrial look, rounded so, edge, simple. Let's see. Oh, these are the ones you're talking about? Yeah, this is their M9. This is their Big bad boy. That thing's pretty, that, that's pretty, pretty crazy. I'll be honest with you. That's pretty. I like that. And it's got like a graphite or a yeah. carbon fiber looking finish to it. I mean, I don't know what it looks like in person, but so that's it looks magical. pretty cool in pictures. Yeah. yeah. Those are nice. I, I definitely like that. Yeah. <laughs> Going to have to say no to you know, that. No. The, uh, those you Wharfdale, like that those Wharfdale Elysium, like really do look like the um, Sonus Fobbers here. Yeah, I'm looking these things like they kind of they're like almost like ripping it off a little Mm -hmm. bit. I'm not, yeah, just type of wood. I don't think they're there. I'm quite rounded though. Oh, it's definitely not the the same. Man, I feel like we're missing some really like iconic looking speakers. Well, that's that's some iconic right there. 
Holy cow. Look at that. Let's see. Stop sharing. Share. Yeah, some of the Sonos Bobber has some. Me, they have some pretty cool look. stuff. What now, do you guys like think the, in the, the chat clip saying? stuff, the clip stuff, some of theirs, like the Lascalas and stuff like that, just for the vintage look, those mm -hmm. are pretty cool. Yeah, they look yeah, dated. The heritage, yeah. That yeah, like I, I, a lot of people, a lot of people like that vintage look. So I, I don't necessarily like the way they sound, but I think mm -hmm. they're cool in that vintage look. Oh, yeah. you know what? I know, I know, Joe. Right. I know what Which you. One? I know. No, I know. don't do it. I know. I know where you're going with the speaker tongue. <laughs> I already know what you're doing. <laughs> what is, do that one more time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. so when we were at the show this guy had like had like a speaker with out of the cone they had this thing popping out and he's like i made a speaker ton and he had this like thick japanese accent wow. right and he, he was and so he, happy about he it he was so excited he's like i make i make the tongue you I know the, the mouth tongue. you know the mouth of the you speaker know. i make the tongue oh my god <laughs> it was hilarious dude, dude, that's that super weird that's uh, so weird dude, i don't even know bro Oh, oh speaker yeah. tongue. You sent it to me like the other day. No, he because he made a new one. It was the like the speaker penis. It was like straight coming out of that shit. <laughs> what? Because it was on the like uh uh it was on the D show. Uh what do you call it? Um I'm about Kef. Oh Kef gets the top of here. Them. I got it. My uncle has a pair of these things. Oh, the Bangin' Olufsen Bale Lab 90. All right, let's see. Yeah, these guys. All right. Oh, yes. That might those, be that pulled up. those are crazy, man. Oh, look at that. I would, they have a I would white one. To, I would love Damn. to hear those sometime. Because you can control it with the app. You can control, like, the sound field. So you can mm -hmm. go like super narrow to omnidirectional so, and all and that. And that's, and that's the thing. They, you know, I was talking to B&O um, about them, about these speakers at Cedia 2019. I think. And they were like, well, the idea is it has all these speakers and like, you know, hi-fi rooms. It's just two big speakers, mm -hmm. an equipment rack and one chair. Like we don't, we don't want, we think music is supposed to be for everybody. So right, these will kind of make, these will make one, you know, just a pair Very of immersive will, sound. will fill up an entire room. No matter where you're sitting, you're going to hear something great. Um, let me pull up my, ins I know I don't need to pull up my Instagram. They got to have like a grill off picture ah here we go there it is yeah so look this is just one face of it right it's like an alien oh yeah, yeah. they're using scan speak drivers too because i remember what like they're using the 12 more on and here's a, yeah here's Crazy. the side here's the side right so they're yeah. it's firing from all over and this is the back over here so they're firing you know in multi-direction all hey, different it, directions it kind of reminds me of the was that bose 501 Oh no! Oh, yeah, yeah. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. <laughs> kind of. I mean, kind of. I mean, I guess in a way. Everywhere. Yeah. Check Taking advantage out. of those front wall reflections. I got wall. you, bro. I got you. So you need some of these, Chana. Oh, uh, there it is. The the speaker penis. Wow. <laughs> I made the penis. Wow. <laughs> How did he say the tongue thing, though? How did he say exactly? Uh, is that a tweeter? Speaker. What is you know, that? Like, what? You know, like we have a mouth, and mouth all the sounds come out the mouth. But we have a tongue. So I made a speaker tongue. <laughs> he was so proud about this speaker tongue. And the way he was saying it, like I mean, Joe I and I were just like, we, we could not like hold it in. Like it was just. 
we both we wanted to like uh, burst out in laughter and then after we left walked out the uh, hall dude i got the tongue man dude, that's the weirdest <laughs> you made us speak a tongue oh dude oh, oh that was great just what you guys are saying is making me laugh <laughs> he made a tongue <laughs> <laughs> Angela, so the it touches inside your ear. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Uh, anybody a fan of like the MBL speakers? They look real weird. I, I'm not so much. And then oh. there was those giant like horn ones. Uh, uh, Matt says it's not a ridiculous idea, really. I'm, yeah. No, it no. Be, it's they it sounded great, Matt. It sounded great. It was just the way the guy was saying it. It was just hilarious. <laughs> but they sounded <laughs> great. You just don't want to back we into heard, like we heard like. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh this wow! Coming with the jokes, hey man. Time in Kansas City's definitely helped out. You know, Mike. I know. Mike got jokes. Yeah. Here, if here's, I got another picture of these uh, Bale Labs, and you can see the woofers too. So. So this is a lot of speakers. This is a lot of drivers on one speaker. And large you know? ones, you know? Yeah. Is that like 12s? 10s? I, I would say a 10 oh. and a 12. Mm -hmm. um, 8,200 watts. 8,200 so watts. <laughs> like they're powered speakers up. So. Oh, it's yeah. class D, yeah. so it can't sound good. Yeah. Next. We can't. It's got to be two. drivers. got to be two. Yeah, in each, right? Holy crap. They got 14 <clears throat> channels of amplifiers built in. Dang, you need I mean, a dedicated 20 per speaker, probably 21. Man. Um, I'm thinking amp. 20 amp, yeah, 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 yeah. That's crazy, yeah. crazy stuff, huh? All right, so, so oh. I've got one, I just threw there it there. Uh, all right, uh -huh. let's see. All right, so that's a, a design by Ozone Acoustics or something like that, but it's a, an open baffle design. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what baffle. horn it uses, but it's two acoustic elegance. I think it's their OB fifteen. I don't know one of their Doppel fifteens. Hmm. But dude, that's just a sweet looking speaker to me. I so just, interesting. I just it. so it's in a room with zero acoustic treatment. Maybe. Yeah, it looks like it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yikes. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty cool. with horn speakers, nonetheless. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, those those fifteens are like super efficient. Yeah. Probably like in the mid nineties for each one of them. Yeah. So. No, I'm just saying, like, you got a horn loaded speaker and you've got open room. Oh yeah. You need to have yeah, something. Yeah, pretty, pretty. I don't know how. Person. Well, those those might be pretty directional too, though. Are Some of really? those horns can okay. be. Oh, I don't. I don't. That's the thing. I don't know what mm -hmm. what kind they are. You know. Gotcha. So it looks pretty cool. It's definitely a, a different type of design. Let's see. Uh, does it well? Oh, it's a CO's fifteen waveguide. I don't know what the dispersion is though. Anyway, mm -hmm. I just think they're. I just think that's a really. I saw it a long time mm -hmm. ago, and I think that's a cool design. So would having the tweeter that high though, would that be a little weird? That does seem high. Yeah, it's if the thing. Sitting down. Well, well so if, those, most... if those are 15 inch drivers, that's gonna take up 30 inches, right? Right. So yeah. then so then you're you're I you're mean maybe, maybe, right this, your... maybe this room is small. The back of that room's gotta be small. So 30 inches, 30 inches, give another well look at the, look at the amplifier Two. on the floor. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, so this is a small um, room. This is just a small room, right? So uh, you would imagine this is going to be at like the 40 inch and it about four looked, feet tall, maybe four or five feet tall, but yeah. this doesn't look that bad. It just it's it's mm -hmm. it's a little odd with the room. So the room and this, can, this side of the room. You can kind of see the chair over there where your mm -hmm. bottom oh, will yeah. be sitting and kind of where about your head. So they yeah, may yeah. not be it they're does look fine. like they're massive, like yeah. six foot tall. Yeah, oh, so the height is forty-four inches. 
I just I'm looking right. Oh, now, okay. Look, look. Croissant says, "Look at the foot. door." Croissant says, "Look at the door." So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's probably fine. So yeah, okay. They just look That's massive. Sweet looking speaker. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty cool. All right, best Man. best looking best looking power amplifier. Wait, hold Macintosh. On. Anything Macintosh. That's right. I said yeah. it. I don't care. Krell, Nobody. Krell's got Here. some really nice ones. It, oh it, yeah. It happens yeah. that it's a Macintosh oh. group is also don't they own. I don't know if they own Sonus Faber or just Something part like of the that. group. It's part of part of Macintosh group. Mm-hmm. But they just got the look, right? Macintosh mm-hmm. amplifier, Sonus yeah. Faber speakers. Yeah. I don't pretty, know, man. These things, this thing looks look pretty, pretty awesome. I just look, I just I need a house like this. All glass. All glass. That All makes glass. perfect sense. Yeah. <laughs> Best awesome. acoustic acoustic properties, right? There, all right? glass. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> I mean, all I'm, like all, all it is is like the look, right? That's right. Byron, Byron says Macintosh is hideous. He is well. There Byron's you go. Wrong. Everybody's <laughs> got their opinion, but his is wrong. That's funny. <laughs> How about a uh, acoustic? <laughs> is it acoustic research? Who's the other one? Who has, are, yeah, uh, yeah. Acoustic, acoustic what about D Agostino? They make those crazy oh. like fifty thousand dollar amps oh, yeah. that apparently are, have a bunch of noise or distortion in them. Oh. So, did y'all see that? I can't remember the back the backstory to that. I'm sure the viewers know, but something about like. Stereophile or somebody had tested them and mm. turns out there was an audible issue with them and the test results showed a really poor performing speaker or not speaker, but amplifier, yeah. especially at that price. And there's a whole stink about it. And it's kind of crazy. Hmm. All right, here's the audio research I just got there. Got to the <clears> website here. Where would crown <clears> amps <throat> rank? Uh, crown amps rank at the top because I've got crown in my home theater. Crown? Just below Macintosh. Oh, there we go. Oh. These guys? Something like this, Joe? You know what I'm saying? I don't know. That's a little it's too crazy. old school for me. Yeah, that, <laughs> that looks, looks a little too. Uh, that looks like wild. it belongs in a '50s computer lab. How about more this like thing? That. You know, the other one this, looks this? much like there you Marzo go. Means. That's where it's at, right there. Anametric fam. <clears throat> I just want to knock off Macintosh amp. Like you can put a Class D inside oh. of it, just as long as the VU meters work and it makes it look legit. I'm fine. I'll take that. Does it have to look exactly the same? Or you just want VU? Oh meters? no, it's it's got to look the exact same. I want to no. think. I want to think that it's a Macintosh mm. amp, but it can be like a Hypex Class D or just something like, like that, or an Encore. Buy one of those Tone Winner amps. Yeah, Have somebody do like you know, just put it in a case. No, I don't know, man. I don't know. What about? Hmm. I just put one down in the bottom. You got to give a shout out to Parasound because they're amps. I like the way they look. They look pretty nice. Oh, they're they very basic. See, this looks sexy to me. Yeah. Just a big old hunk of metal. But I like oh, that. I'm going to say mean, it's ugly. But I, I mean, think about it. There's it's hideous. Some, there's some subtle subtleties there. I mean, you've got the blue yeah. LED vertical. You've got the rounded front right the in the middle. Curve, yeah. Mm-hmm. Y'all want to talk about curves. But that's just like straight up massive brute power mono block madness. Yeah. Now, here's one thing I've never understood. How many of these hi-fi like super hi-fi setups have you seen where they'll take this amplifier and they will literally just put it on the floor like two of them in between the speakers yeah yeah a lot of them that just seems really weird to me i mean like straight up on the floor i think that maybe it's just like they don't have any like video yeah yeah, there's nothing there yeah put it on like a a small stand or something that's why you gotta put. That's why you gotta put the cable risers. You know what I mean? That's your. Yeah. That's your visual right there. The V meters. Oh, yeah. That's why it's, it's all the presentation. You know what could I mean? Could be. Could be. Yeah. I get. I it. mean, right. my amplifiers are actually facing the wall, so I can actually plug them in, and they're behind the TV, so I don't even see. 
That's, that's another shit. thing that that comment said. Check that oh, one out. there's one. That's the Diarstino. So oh, he yeah, used to do. Well, I was about to what? Say what he used right? to make flux capacitors? Is that was it Krill? <laughs> is that right? I think it's Krill. Some one of these guys will know. But yeah, crazy hmm. stuff, man. Yeah, and then there's a black version of it. Oh, those look, are crazy that, expensive. That thing too. looks like it goes fast. Audio system specialist says cool air near the floor. So I guess you know heat rises. Oh, that's pretty so interesting. I like that so one. That's 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 why they okay. put it on I'll, the floor. I think that if it were me and I had one of those setups and I was had the amps, the reason for that would just simply be because I want to look at something that I paid a bajillion bucks for. Yeah, eye candy. That would that would be the only reason. I would have nothing to do with air or anything like that. I would just want to see those meters going bing bing bing. <laughs> All right. So just all right. How about this? If you had a system like that, would you? Would I even put speakers on it? No, I just put a dummy load on it. <laughs> well, just lots of meters. You have your the speakers you like, right? You got your amp, just a two channel setup, right? Just for listening to music. Mm-hmm. Are you going to use any DSP? Are you just going to go? I, like, would ha- I would have to. Yeah, I would have. It would be a mini DSP. <laughs> Holy cow. It would be like the cheapest DSP I, I could put on it. You yeah. guys thought, all right. See if you can share this right here. So I pulled up expensive amplifiers just out of curiosity. Okay, we all know hi-fi can get expensive. Check uh-huh. this out. $2.2 million. Good Lord. I don't even know what I'm looking at. I don't know. $650,000. What is that? That looks like candy. <laughs> I don't know what I'm looking at. I don't know, at. man. That looks like a Pez dispenser. I don't know, man. That's 14,400 watts of power. Holy cow. Dude, these are some trippy. Uh, what do you hook those up to? I don't know. They're, trippy these is are, the right these word because these are stereo amplifiers. They'd be tripping your breakers. Fourteen thousand watts. Stereo amplifiers. Four hundred ninety thousand dollars. Mercy, that's Whoops. that's just crazy. That was the wrong tab. Did oh. it really? What'd you do? It's all I, like I took off. Oh, <laughs> you were crazy sharing about the, all this stuff though. It's like it's really cool. I'm sure you know yeah. it has a look. I'm well, sure all diminishing good, return, guaranteed. No, no, no DSP on that. It's just yeah, kind of crazy. All diminishing return too, mm-hmm. but it looks cool. So here's the thing, though, is how much of hi-fi is aesthetics? Is yeah. design? Is you know that visual appeal to it that goes along with something that sounds good or performs well or yeah. has low yeah. distortion? There you go. I think Why that's not? like when you start getting to the point of paying maybe over a thousand dollars for a bookshelf. That's when you're mm-hmm. that's when you're talking about you're paying for looks. Then at that point, mm-hmm. because they've already maxed out, mm-hmm. you know the, the sound the performance, quality of it. It, the performance. Do, yeah, yeah. So at mm-hmm. some point, you're just paying yeah. for pure look. Mm-hmm. And, and that's I cool. don't I don't think there's anything yeah, wrong with that. Absolutely, innately. No, but, I, I but would I, much rather have a good looking speaker than one that looks like garbage yeah. if I'm going to have to stare at it. Yeah, sure. Well, I think the same thing can be said about cables. I don't think there's anything wrong with somebody if they want to spend, let's say, even a hundred thousand dollars on. Yeah, some just keep really your damn puppies cool, away from it, man. You know, <laughs> some really cool looking cables if that's what you want. You know, yeah. But just where, don't spend money. Where you know, here's what bugs me though. Like that's cool if they want that. Yeah. But when they start telling me, like, you know what, you have to have these. You yeah. need these cables oh, because, yeah. You know, how could you review speakers without these cables? Like, exactly. Uh, yeah. I was cool with you for you know for a minute. Yeah, yeah. we were yeah. cool, but when you start and telling but, me that like I I can't I can't possibly review mm-hmm. stuff without those cables, then yeah, yeah sure. So Byron's got a great question for us here down at the bottom. He says, "What would be a better upgrade 
um, either oh, like yeah. a receiver is near the bottom, a receiver amp combo or a second subwoofer or processor be a better upgrade. So uh, definitely <clears> a couple <throat> options there. What do you guys I'll, think? I'll say this, Brian, you'll probably notice a second subwoofer more than you will notice an amplifier mm -hmm. in your system. Sure. Yeah. I'd agree with that's, that. So, so the mo so if that's what you're looking for, I, I think a power amplifier is definitely I, depending on your room, mm -hmm. depending on your room and you sensitivity know. of your speakers. Right, right. You know, I, we sit 14 feet away, so yeah, power amplifier, 100. Mm -hmm. Joe, I knew Joe would smirk. Why? Because <laughs> you're like, you're oh yes, Chana, we know you're 14 feet away. <laughs> but um, yeah, that that's really the you know. Amplifier for me in my situation better than a second subwoofer. Although, dude, I don't really have a place for a second subwoofer. Mm -hmm. You know, right. but you will notice a second subwoofer. Probably you can mount one in your ceiling, Chana. No, I don't have a ceiling, dude. It's uh, on the other side of it is the snow. Like, it's literally this place is. Oh, that's that's an IB sub then. That's infinite <laughs> <right>. baffle. <laughs> You're using your neighbor's yard as the infinite yeah. baffle. All right, I got a question for you guys. Right. You have an AVR. AVR. Uh, right? AVR. Mm -hmm. um, and you had to get either uh, you had $1,500 to spend on subs or let's, okay. let's make it 2000 you had okay. 2000 to spend on subs right? oh well, and only $100 on speakers just main speakers on your two <laughs> or or you can spend 2000 on your main speakers and 100 on your subs I'd take 2000 on the main speakers no, any day no. of the week I would go any that. day of the week yeah. $2, I go that. and here's why because if you get a nice set of speakers, main speakers, they can have decent sub performance. Yeah. That's but probably not can, a good example. You, you at, have, at least, at least it tied you over. Yeah. At least it ties yeah. you over. Let's go, um, let's go 500 then. Because I mean, that's, that's a lot of, fun. a lot of people think like, even today I got a, uh, you know, comment. Oh, I only have 5.2.1, 5.1.2 because that's all I can afford. I'm like, dude, that's I, awesome. that's I, I, that's, that's what, you know, I bought everything piece by piece mm -hmm. yep. because that's just, you know, if you, even trying to help um, some people with their home theater or whatever, you know, I gave them like three options and they're like, well, which option would you go with? I'm like, I would go with this option. It is the most expensive. However, mm -hmm. I just do it in stages. Yeah. Because you'll get better equipment that way. Mm -hmm. And at yep. the end, and it, it is a journey. Like you don't want to sure. just blow your load yep. like right away. And like, oh man, what, what do I get next? There's nothing yeah. to get. You're done. You got it all at once. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, and then, um, hi-fi nest three, four, three says his question is separates slash pre pro or a second sub. If that's, if that's the case, you know, that is a little bit different Then I would start buying amplifiers first mm. in preparation for the preamp processor. Cause that's probably going to cost you, uh, the most. If you're gonna get separates yeah. and pre pro, you're gonna get a second sub eventually anyway. Right, yep. right. Somebody so who buys that doesn't go with one sub. And then, and then at the same time, you also need to make sure your sub has XLR inputs. So whichever first sub you have, if it doesn't, and you go to pre pro, then now you're gonna be picking up two subs. Not for the price of one, Michael. For for that, uh, it, would you say the same thing if I said five hundred dollars on main speakers and let's say two hundred dollars on sub? Which okay, one so would I rather or, have? Or two hundred dollars on so five hundred and two hundred. That that's a little bit closer. Now you have to. What are you gonna do? I mean, it's hard to say. Five because what two hundred dollars for speakers would get you get some like like some elax right elax something yeah. like that and then five hundred on a sub maybe oh, like dude. 
Elax, you're definitely going to need a power amp. You know? Yeah, but like, but like, S, you might be able to get like a, like a maybe Small. a user or B stock SVS yes, or Monolith, right? Yeah, for five hundred bucks. Yeah, or would you just go five hundred, which you'd be able to get some better bookshelf yeah. speakers? But two hundred dollars yeah. on a sub is going to be rough. Yeah. yeah. See, I don't think you're going to. I think in that case, it would probably be better the other way around. Okay. Because you can get kind of more for your dollar in the say bookshelf than you're going to get in a subwoofer unless you mm. buy used mm. you know with used okay. of course there's anything's possible you can find some really really awesome sub might be several years old 10 years old but it still cranks yeah um and and not have much invested in it. but but brand new gear yeah i think i would switch that yeah. with the lower budget stuff but when you're getting into higher stuff i think some nice towers could easily sound like well, prime example these 13,000 or 15,000 dollars Sonos Fobbers without a sub they sound great I agree with you on both of them, right? Which kind of tells me that 500, 600 bucks is kind of the sweet spot for a subwoofer, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Once you start like spending below that, then you can't really get yeah. you know, the performance you want. Sure. Um, and there's, then for a speaker, it's probably, what, what would you say is the price of the speaker where you? I would think probably, what, a thousand? Maybe a thousand bucks for a pair of floor yeah. standards you're talking about? I mean, like a thousand a piece. A thousand a piece get, for floor standards, I think, yeah. I think you can get some really nice floor standards for a thousand bucks a piece. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, you can. That has really good performance. I mean, even the SVS Prime or Ultras, Pin, Prime Pinnacles. Those are. Uh, so I haven't heard those yet. The oh, yeah. Ultras have a great amount of bottom end. Well, and yeah, they have the side firing eight inch woofers, right? Are they a thousand a piece or a thousand a pair? I think they're a thousand a piece. SV Sound. Hold on, let's see. Yeah, what, what do you think? Ultra towers, Aaron. You've reviewed a lot of different stuff, like. Yeah. Where's the point for for? I think would you agree with the subwoofer comment like around five hundred bucks? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think of something like the Monolith Ten. You know that yeah. for most rooms, I mean, unless you have a huge room, I think a Monolith Ten would probably be adequate for most people starting out at least. Uh, and the cool thing about stuff like that is you can always out, move yeah. it. Michael's like, I can get that one to bottom out finally. Yeah. I'm thinking yeah. that's my desktop setup. Well, I mean if. <laughs> If you're talking about that's where your budget is, then yeah, that's yeah, what you can sure. do. Yeah, and sure. I think that's and that's gonna be fine for most mm-hmm. people. Yeah. But you you enter a new level, right? So you've done the two hundred dollar ish, two fifty uh yeah. subwoofers. Oh, right? it's definitely a step up. Yeah. When you're talking about like the even the bottom of the line SVS and monolith stuff mm-hmm. are still much better than yeah. you know the two hundred and fifty, three hundred dollar budget sure. type stuff for sure. sure. Does the same thing kind of happen with speakers? Let's say bookshelf speakers and floor standards. Like, is there a certain point? Like, okay, you stepped up to a different level. Yeah, after. I think like five, six hundred bucks for bookshelf speakers is is starting to get to the point where you get more bang for your buck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, because I think of like Elac, the DBR six twos. They're okay. pretty Elac. good. Oh, the, and the the clip and they're five hundred bucks, six hundred M, and around five fifty for a pair. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. So I mean, there's so you stuff can. that you can get. Yeah, I mean, it's I don't know if. It's it's tough to say. Like if you have a friend come up and say, "I've got five hundred bucks and that's all I've got, and I'm I have to buy something today," then you say, "Okay, well let's look." But yeah. if they say, "I've got five hundred bucks, or I could wait two or three months and have a thousand, I would say, "Well, why don't you wait a couple months?" Yeah, and then you'll be happier with what you can get then, and you won't be replacing it again in, in mm-hmm. six months. You know, I think I, I like that because you can DSP a lot of those speakers. You can make them sound a little bit better. You know, yeah, maybe you know, fix some of the small issues that they may have. Um, But like, let's say with a sub that's not capable, you can't DSP it to. Yeah. You can't get it more. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, so yeah. if you're someone like Michael and you're like, I, I bottomed that thing out within 10 seconds listening to it. Well, that ain't going to work for you. You better find And I, that's nothing worse than hitting the limits of a speaker yeah. well before you wanted to or you expected to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like if you spend 200 bucks on a pair of cheap bookshelf speakers, then naturally you're not going to expect it to give you 30 or 40 hertz bass. Right. But if you spend a thousand bucks on a set of towers, then you expect it to go down a little bit lower. And when right. it doesn't, and you're like, well, that sucks. You're like, oh, that's yeah. lame. So, Mike, yeah. to answer your question, the SBS Ultras are twelve hundred each, and the Prime okay. Pinnacle. Wow. The, so they went up. Yeah. So then the yeah. Prime Pinnacles are eight ninety nine each. So they okay. fall into that thousand dollar. Cool. Uh, per and I yeah. actually like those quite a bit. I've heard some yeah. great things. I just haven't personally reviewed them. The f- the fun fact about those is that they're so short. Like Very and they, they just they, yeah, and they put out a lot of sound. So I, that's what I was like. Um. You know, impressed with uh, Matthew yeah. Hilty uh, put this up. Do you think the people that spend two hundred fifty thousand dollars on a pair of speakers listen to them often, or do they just fly to the <laughs> concerts? Would two hundred fifty thousand pay for a personal concert? Mm, very interesting. Maybe, maybe they do all three. Yeah, yeah. They've got maybe. that much money for I mean, a pair of speakers. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, oh, I, there's so much people's like homes, and they don't, they don't even care. Like they just wanted to buy it. Like, right. It's it's, it's more of like a status board. thing. Yeah. They went and bought it and like you they don't know. even listen to it. Yeah. Well, I've heard uh I have heard your boy Steve Guttenberg say that my when boy. he worked at I the, see my boy. You know, I, I think it was hey, Aaron. Uh um, hey, my boy. Yeah, he he said that when he was working at the stereo shop, that people would like buy speakers, like re- <laughs> rich people would buy speakers and not even come and pick them up. Oh wow, that's weird. Like, really? You're Never not even gonna pick up the speakers you bought. You just wanted to go and like flex real just quick. Buy, yeah. That's, I mean, that's the psychology conversation man, that none of us are crazy. equipped to handle right now. Yeah, that's just, I'm, I'm not in so that outside, league. outside of I'm audio. That that's, that's not even audio anymore. That's just, yeah. you're talking about people at that point. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, uh, there's some very rich people, I guess you can say. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm just saying, it, like, the psychology of doing something like that. Like, that's man, so far outside of audio that doesn't you, even make sense. You know what's funny? Um, we're right now in the thick of it here in Mammoth. Like for the next three weeks, um, town is 100% occupied. So, um, and when I used to work at the village, man, these people's bill for like four days <laughs> would be like upwards of $25,000. It's just God. ridiculous because, you for know, it, it, I worked, I worked at a, uh, at a mountain owned uh, hotel. So they just put everything on the room. The lift tickets, the lessons mm. for the kids, the rentals, oh, wow. the yeah. food that they were doing, the getting. Wow. So it was like the entire bill would come out wow. to crap. something like that. And they were just like, paying it left and right. Like, yeah, here's my black mm-hmm. card, you know? Yeah. Oh, and they're complaining, man, I had to fill up my G-Wagon four times to get up here. I was like, so sorry. <laughs> That's <G-wagon>. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> like, I guess, I guess the final drive ratio on those things aren't that great for long trips. So. sucks to be rich i guess uh uh question here uh if you have only if you only have one position for heights would you do front side or rear heights for a 5.2.2 in a large room with reference level bed layer speakers you thought you guys were going to get away with us not mentioning oral huh you thought we're going to do a whole that's a plant I think Hafanas 343 is, is a plant. Y'all paid him is off. That Will, is that Will so he would, probably, <laughs> so he would come in Wilfried, here. is that you? His alter ego. Uh, oh, man. What, Front Heights, maybe? Oh, I think this is going off with your, uh, your video, Chana. Right? Yeah, probably. So you want to I explain mean, your video real quick, like short summary? 
a short summary is uh, when you only have one pair of height channels, um, your let, let from a 5.1.2, the basic, mm -hmm. basic Dolby Atmos setup, um, your surround speakers are going to be doing the work of three different speakers. The surround speakers, all the height channel in the rear height, mm -hmm. that information is going to come out of your surround speakers. Right at the bottom. Uh huh. And your surround back, whatever is in there, since you don't have those, are all in your uh, rear surrounds. So that's what my video was about. And, you know, a bunch of different factors. So, you know, qu that, question for yeah. you, because I don't know the answer to this. How do you know that the surround backs are routed to the surrounds and not the front heights? Oh, because I heard them down here. So, down here, I have seven ear level speakers. So, I was watching the um, 300 a lot okay. down here. And then I went upstairs where I don't have surround back. Oh, okay, gotcha. So um, if you picture a rectangular prism or a rectangular mm -hmm. room, right? There's this uh, lightning thunder thing that comes across diagonally over my right shoulder to behind okay. me here. Right. But now, but at upstairs, it just goes to my mm -hmm. side surround. Okay. So the surround back is, is those sounds are going into your surround. So your side surrounds because everything's matrixed, right? I didn't know if they would try to mix that up up to the front ones, yeah, which would no. sound weird. But Do you have yeah. the channel call out uh, any of those videos where it says left, center, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. surround. You know, that would be an easy way to do it. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's to see which one plays. That's right. I could do that with the DTS demo. Has that? And I just put on seven point, yeah, seven one four, yeah. and it'll be like uh, surround back. Where, and it'll just be it coming out of. Yeah, exactly. So this leads to this question. If you only have one position for heights, would you do front side or rear heights for 5.2.2 in a large room with reference level bed layer speakers? Reference in reference a large speakers. room, I would say, I mean, if you can get some more speakers, I mean, if you're trying I mean, to cover an is entire large, room, what does large mean, really? I mean, to me, our large room would be like Your 15. Fit, no, no, no. I don't even think my theater's room is large. I think it's kind of definitely medium, and mine's 13 by 19. So I think okay. if you're like beyond 20 feet wide, beyond 20 feet deep, that's a pretty size, yeah. pretty big size room. You have to say what, what you consider is a large room because mine's 20 by 20. I'd say it's a medium. That's what I'm saying. But if you get larger than 20 feet, I think that's getting into large. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, if you, got a 20, large. if you got a yeah. 20 by 26 room, to me, that's a pretty big stinking room. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. You can get For three rows, theater, right? You can get a three row seating in that. That's a large theater. Yeah. To me. So, uh, I mean, two, if there's, if there's, speakers, if there's only one seating position, meaning it's a large room, but there's mm -hmm. only one couch, yeah, then that's okay. not as big of a deal. Okay. I got, um, go ahead. I got a suggestion for this guy. Go ahead. Go ahead. Do it. Is, uh, you're going to want probably more surround speakers. Like, for, like I wouldn't worry about the height right now, but if you're doing five you're channels, you maybe want to go seven and you know what I mean? Or, or maybe, nine, uh, uh, front whites, front yeah. whites, maybe. You may right. benefit more from something like that rather than trying to do like two little, you know, because yeah. like, where's that going to sound good to who? Right. Yeah. It's like, it's a good question. You might, you might, I mean, if, if it's large room, meaning there's a lot of space between the front wall where your mm -hmm. soundstage is and your TV is and the back or where you're sitting, maybe some on ceiling would be better closer to you. I don't know. Yeah. You know, or off to the sides pointing down. At your head. Like so I think, I think this kind of comes back to what we all struggle with is that our rooms aren't perfect. We don't have sometimes the 
ideal situation, the ideal mm-hmm. scenario, and you've got to make some compromises. That's bottom line. You're not going to get a, say, a 5.1.2 to sound like a properly set up 9.1.6. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, and I say properly because you can have a bunch of speakers and they're in the wrong place and you got the wrong acoustics and it sounds like garbage. But you can have a 5.1.2 that's properly set up and sounds incredible. Oh. Yeah. yeah. For me, going from a 5.1.2 and then to 5.1.4, mm-hmm. I noticed the bigger difference going to seven ear level speakers. A bed layers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was more of a difference to me. And then, you know. Well, I mean, I, I would I would probably that's because like Admos mixes aren't they? the greatest. So <laughs> I'm just saying, you know. <laughs> yeah. But um, I thank I did you. like I did like the yeah. Thank you uh, for the super chat. Uh, high finest, uh, appreciate it. What does he say? I appreciate you guys doing this every week. Always a ton of great info. Hope hoping to build a home theater this year. Would love uh, to consult with Daily Hi-Fi. Hey, email us. Yeah, in email what is it? Info we'll info at dailyhifi.com or something like yep. that. Yep, email us. We'll do our best to to help you out. <laughs> to get, yeah, get through. Uh, Dionysus, uh, TD, how much of the type of speakers do you have in your system predicates whether you should have a pre-pro over receiver? In other words, recommend amplifier power. I mean, uh, if you have some nice speakers, I would try to throw as much power into them as you can afford. So, Yeah, the the impedance and the sensitivity of the speakers are probably going to drive whether or not you need a dedicated Mm -hmm. amplifier for it. Mm -hmm. If you want that's one, tiny. that's that's a little bit separate. But if you actually need one, then that's that's up to those specs or the speakers. Because some oh, AVRs yeah. can't drive certain, you know, sure. can't handle yeah. a certain load. Well, I had a, some, I had some a, can handle four and some can't. Oh, yeah, I had a vivid friend, audio. I had a friend email me and they said that they had an I think it was an AVR or no, it was an amplifier, and he said he was cranking it like really loud. A demo for a friend. And the amplifier shut off, and he's like, holy crap, yeah. what just happened? Mm-hmm. And it was an Emotiva. It was like an XPA5. A lot of power, right? But the speakers that he was driving were four-ohm speakers. And so when it really was cranking, more than likely, what would you think? They dipped down to two ohms during uh, low low possible. frequencies, maybe? Possible. Yeah, if he's got so, about a full range. So they, they basically said, you know, our amplifiers aren't stable down to two ohms. So, like you said, the impedance load of that amplifier, I mean, of the speaker is going to maybe to dictate, you know, what type of amplifier or if you need an amplifier. Right. Yeah. I, mean, I would also add the size of your room and your expectations of how loud you want to play it. And yeah. if you're crossing them over at 80 hertz, too. It makes <clears> a lot of variables. Yep. A lot of variables. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. I mean, I, I could see the case for somebody just wanting to get a separate amplifier just because. That's completely fine, but whether or not you need one is kind of a sure that that depends on when you start talking about the load, the output level that you want to try to get to, those kind of things. And then like oh. how, how the output level at yeah. your listening position, if it's right. further, then you're probably going to want something, you know, yeah. with more power. If your right. speaker sensitivity is like 85, yeah, you right, know, DB like Elac, right. damn Elacs. This one guy commented, uh, I think a few days ago, he's like, I have these Elacs and like this receiver just really like, I can't get enough, like I can't get it loud enough. I was like, oh, cause they're 85 dB sensitive. Mm-hmm. So you might need a power, more powerful AVR yeah. um, or go to a power amp with some sort of, you know, 
receiver yeah. with pre outs or I mean, honestly, like, you know, pre pros are pretty expensive, especially, yeah. you know, there's some newer ones coming out on the market that are, you know, mm-hmm. more budget friendly. Mm-hmm. Yes. But for so, the most yeah. part, pre pros pre pros are pretty expensive. So I have a question. I, I know it hurts before, but like if you if you <clears> cross <throat> over some just some inefficient speakers, let's say some Elacs at 80 hertz, right? So I'm not gonna let the I'm not gonna let them play too much bass. Right. Um how loud would you expect to be able to play those, let's say with a typical AVR, you know, thirty six hundred H, something like that, with let's say it's hundred watts realistically. But you're crossing it over 80 hertz. Are you talking about now, just two speakers, or are we driving five speakers, seven speakers? That's going to determine too. Let's say they're yeah. all like, let's say five speakers are all the same. <laughs> so you I got guess my question is like, more like, you know, usually distortion happens in the bass region, right? You turn it up, mm-hmm. well, for bottoms out, you know, distortion. But right. there's also such thing as distortion for the tweeter, or maybe even the crossover, which I don't know if a lot of people experience that. <clears throat> what what would you hear if there was like if you're overloading let's say the crossover or or the tweeter i guess the tweeter would just blow up no? yeah just I don't know. can can you overload a crossover aaron you can yeah you really? can fry them but i've mm-hmm. never seen that done like in yeah. typical use i think yeah. more likely so there's that thing about distortion is you don't notice it until you notice it, right? Like yeah. I know you guys know what I'm talking about too because you turn oh, it up and it sounds like yeah. stuff just like really congested and just nasty grating sound. You're like, oh, that's, yeah, yeah. So you start backing off it. But that that's where you start playing around with the crossovers too, you know, like 80 hertz versus 200 hertz. So mm. if you've got some cheap bookshelf speakers, you can cross them at 120 or 150 or 200 and then let your sub handle up to that point, assuming that your sub is capable of that. And there's really no reason that you shouldn't well, be able to do with that. Well, let me ask you this, though. So let's say you had that. You set your bookshelf speakers to 120. You set your, in your AVR, so it's saying, okay, anything below 120 is going to my subwoofers. Mm-hmm. You're going to be able to localize that pretty well at 120 yeah. hertz, right? Well, I think it depends. Like, how far is it away from you? How So the real problem is the phase alignment and the crossover, right? Okay. And And... The further down into that is most AVRs don't have the means to properly integrate phase okay. at the crossover point. So you would need something like manual DSP okay. or variable phase, oh. you know, like the actual variable phase on the back sure. if it's variable phase. Right. Because like, let's say like you have the two extremes, you have in phase or out of phase, like zero okay. or 180 degrees. And if you're completely out of phase, then you don't hear the sound at all, theoretically, right? But you okay. can be anywhere between zero to 100. So you could be like 45 degrees and you can have a couple notes that are out of phase, okay. but a couple of notes that are completely in phase. Mm-hmm. And that's when you really start to localize things. Gotcha. So I that's got a refill. Yeah. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't realize you could have certain notes in phase and certain notes. out. Yeah. Of phase. Yeah. Well, you're right. That's, that's the weird thing about phase alignment too. So we, mm-hmm. we talk about crossover and getting the polarity and stuff, but people don't realize that there's things between zero and 180. Sure. You know, and, and if you can align that and get that right at the crossover point, it's going to sound a whole lot better. Yeah. But it's tough, man. Like, it's not easy to understand how to do that properly. You can do it with test tones or you can do it with REW. Right. Um, once you hear it, if you have somebody walk you through it and, and show you, like, what to listen for or what to look for, then it makes sense. But right. trying to figure this stuff out on your own is tough. Yeah. Yeah. Phase, just even phase itself is kind of like a weird. Phase is like a weird thing. It just I just think <laughs> yeah. about it in terms of frequency response. So mm-hmm. <clears throat> does it does it sum or does it not sum? 
Right. Is it canceled? To, to some or not to some? To that some. is the question. As, whether it is <laughs> yeah. nobler in the mind to suffer the strings and arrows of outrageous fortunes. Oh. oh. That's the that's the only part I remembered. Of that. <laughs> I remember. I, li I literally got up, with the quote. Look, I literally, yeah, I literally got up to speak. You know, do that. I don't know, recitation. I guess they call it. Yeah, recite it. Yeah. And I, I mean, I did it with such passion and energy. And I got to that one sentence, and I was like, and I sat down. The teacher was like, that's "Seriously, good. Michael?" No, she was like, "F." <laughs> Oh, you, you forgot that one part. Oh. Oh, no, that's right. all I knew. That was, <laughs> oh, that's just the first line. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Uh, thank you for the super chat, uh, Plague Dog Thirty Two. We appreciate it. I'm torn between SVS Ultra Center and Emotiva C Two Plus. Any thoughts? Uh, I, I would want to know what your what your speakers are that your left and right speakers. I had the Ultra <laughs> Center. Um, it was great. I had them I paired really up with the um, the Ultra bookshelves. And I mean, the cool part with SVS is that they use the same tweeter and all the speakers. Mm -hmm. So you can kind of like mix and match, yeah. you know, they all uh, sound pretty the, much the same. Yeah. The primes with the ultras, you know, or if you want to, you know, beef up your center, you know, the ultra center is nice three way center channel. Mm -hmm. so, is yeah. this the one that measured weird, Aaron? Yeah. Yeah. I was just replying to him. It just, it's, it's kind of funky and you really got to be in that sweet spot because those two horizontal mid ranges side by side, they really cause some weird off axis stuff. This so is you the, got like 30 degrees and that's about it. Does the smaller one measure better? It probably does. I would expect it to. Mm, but that's the trade-off you're you're paying, you know? Like, do you want good response throughout multiple seats? Or are you willing to give up some of that in in order to get SPL? Because it's what 400 bucks for that for the Emotiva. But the other one, the SVS, I just looked it up. It's what, like eight, seven, eight, nine, yeah. something like that. It's very expensive. Compared, I mean, you can get two of the Emos for the so the emo the emo is eight hundred bucks right. Let me just get that straight because last time we were talking about uh, that one and the monolith. I think based on your measurements and what I've heard you mm -hmm. say, I think is that is that your budget pick for bookshelf speakers the the Which emos. One? I like the emos. I think they're really good for the price. Two hundred fifty bucks for the pairs. It's really hard to beat for what they do. I think they're really good. I haven't checked them out so. Yeah, you, the B1 pluses. Yeah, you should give them a look, man. I was really impressed by them. They sound good. There's like every speaker, there's a couple little things that you're like, eh, you know. But the oh. measurements show a good performing speaker. I heard a good performing speaker. 250 bucks for the pair. It's like, all right. Sounds cool. weird. I've only heard one set of Emotiva speakers. I had a friend that that bought a pair and or bought a system. I think mm -hmm. he had like a 5.0 or 5.1 system. Mm -hmm. I just I didn't care for him. I don't know what it could have been his room, you know. Yeah. But I did not. I wasn't. I didn't walk away going, "Oh, those are sweet." I went, "That's nice." You know, <laughs> you were like that sucks. I, I yeah. heard them. You were like nice wheels. No, I heard them at CES, my first okay. CES twenty. <laughs> they were all right. Now, and yeah. and on the flip side, I reviewed the SVS Center Channel, and it's one of the better Center Channels that that I've heard. But mm -hmm. I don't ever like move from that middle seat either. Right. So wow. it's. I didn't even think to. Oh, let's see how this sounds off. Actually, because right. I don't care about the dudes over there. I'm worried about me. Well, middle, that's the thing. Know? It's like when yeah. I did the review, I was saying you know, it's got yeah. a lot of output on axis. It's not quite linear, but most people are going to be using EQ, so it'll it'll clean some of that up. Mm -hmm. Um, and so for that 400 bucks, like it's a, I think it's a really good deal. But if you're sitting pretty far off to the side, more than like three or four feet away, sure. Then you know your buddies aren't going to hear the same dialogue that you're hearing. It's going to be noticeably different if you were to A B it. But will yeah. they care? Like that's so that's part of the the review process because I had so many people saying, 
Well, it didn't bother me. And I'm like, okay, yeah. that's fine. Like that's the purpose sure. of the review is to give you the information and then, then you figure it out. Yeah. yeah. I just, I just remember even like comparing them. it, even comparing it with the big monster <laughs> clips, RC 64. Yeah. That, that's a massive speaker. And I like that one. Okay. But I enjoyed the smaller SVS way better because to me, the dialogue was extremely clear. Like yeah, when you're watching a movie, dialogue was fantastic on that little Joker. So oh, the SVS, mm-hmm. what's what's SVS? Do you remember the old yes. Ultra? Mm-hmm. I may reach out to them and see if I could get one of yeah, those. You, oh, so you Emo haven't, well. you you haven't heard, heard that? No, one. not the SVS. Now the Emo like, I have, but not the okay, SVS. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. I, I thought you meant the SVS. Oh yeah, no, no, no. Because he was asking, you know, SVS or <clears> yeah, yeah. I was just saying I, I can only I, speak on the Emo, but okay, looking at I'm the SVS, it. The SPS looks like it would be better off axis just based on the design. Okay. So. I thought you were saying it measured poorly. I'm like, man, I thought it sounded really man, No, those SPS measure well also. And they have some of the best paint. You know, the finishes on those. Like a license like, gloss. Yeah, for the, the price, gloss. there's nothing close. But do you want gloss? So I know you I got it. I wouldn't ever buy gloss again. But yeah, I'm just saying for a home theater. Yeah. But I bought I bought the PB sixteens. Yeah. Never so again. distracting, so yeah. distracting. Um, because yeah. I had that they sent it. He said, I, I told Nick, I'm like, uh, he sent those. I'm like, oh crap, you sent me the glossy ones. He's like, oh, you don't like that? I'm like, no, it's too distracting. So yeah. I had the SVS Prime Elevation speakers, and they're up here. And uh, no matter what's happening, yeah. I still see the silly reflection yeah. in the corner, you know, on in my peripherals. I'm like, ah, oh, god damn this shit. Yeah. And if you have any kind of lights, it just reflects off of that stuff, like anything. Anything glossy film, speaker it's was annoying. Yeah, you're trying yeah. to film that thing. You're, you're, all, um, you're filming oh, the, yeah. the gloss black one. And it's just you in the camera. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it, do you know how many like fronts of AVRs? Like I can see my slider in the camera, and I'm like, oh, great, yeah. great. So think about this. this. So I have nonsense. I have an acoustic transparent screen behind there with the dual PB16s, and I could literally see a reflection from my projector. Oh, that's so that was like eh. that would get annoying. Yeah, that would be annoying. So then you, you can fix that with sandpaper. Well, you could fix that with velvet; would be a whole lot yeah. nicer. Yeah. But then it's like, Andy. why are you? But then why are you buying? You know. So the biggest yeah. thing for me was fingerprints and dust. And then yeah. once dust gets on it, okay, now you're wiping sand in essence, right. like not really sand, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I know what you're saying. You're, you're and you're scratching get, it up over time. You're, yeah, you're going to get swirl marks in it. So it's yeah. it's really tough. Uh, looks cool at first, but it it quickly. I was like. Okay, this is probably not the best option for a dedicated theater room. Right. Yep. Yeah, I think that's one of those lessons learned. You know, like yeah. if you had to say, what have I learned about home theater? Like, you see the glossy stuff, and you're like, ooh, that looks cool. But then when right. you go to use it, you're like, oh, yep. well, crap, now all I see is the big, huge reflection off of this. Yeah. And, and it's like uh, the LED <laughs> lights on the bottom of those chairs, Joe. As soon as you oh, yeah. lift, lift up the chairs, you got to turn the light off because mm-hmm. they're just, just putting blue light on my screen. Like, that's yeah. a no-go. Yep. Yeah. Now, one thing I, I saw from this Kansas City tour that was pretty interesting. A lot of these guys are putting velvet on their ceiling, probably about four feet in the front, right above their projector, which is pretty cool. Yeah. There's a lot of times I even saw a guy locally here that I'm going to do a home theater tour uh, for his setup. And he just did that as well because he was showing a picture of how much reflection from his projector was on a ceiling. And then you put the black velvet up there. And of course, man, it just adds a lot more contrast um, to his image. So something to think about. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. If, right. you can, if you can do it. 
wouldn't really work in China's living room. No, no. <laughs> um, Bill Paxson got a great question here. Great show, guys. Question about Aura 3D. Yes, another fan here. Not hypnotized by Gene's shiny dome. <laughs> Anyone ask Wilfred why his software doesn't utilize rear surround speakers? Thanks. Um, so when I spoke to him years ago, he said that he started off with a 9.1 and not including the surround backs because of the way we hear. We don't really hear much stuff behind us. So he didn't think it was a big deal until, you know, Dolby True HD came out 7.1. Uh, you know, DTSX Master Audio 7.1. And since a lot of people already had 7.1, he decided to incorporate that into a 13.1 Oro 3D setup, um, which also includes a front center height, mm. voice of God, and then the surround backs. Uh, depending on your AVR, you can run it that way you or you cannot. Like with the 4700, right, Joe? You cannot. Uh, with the Denon so 6700, I think that's the, a lot of people may think that it doesn't support it. But it's just sometimes your AVR can't do it. Yeah. yeah. And so, that's really all, all it is. Yeah. Yeah. Mine cannot. So I have rear surrounds. And if I use Oro, they just they just don't work. Mm -hmm. But if I had the, what, 6700, Shana? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You need, the, could... yeah, 13, cha you need 13 channels of processing to run that. Who's selling um, 6700? You? Huh? Anybody? I think I, Jonathan, maybe. You? You? Oh, Jonathan's selling it. Okay. I mean, you want to buy one new, you can come. Hey, we can. But... Yeah. But of course, but yeah. Um, oh, see. we got a call. Let's see if oh, we can take here we this. Go. Yeah, let's go. Hello, hello. We hear him? caller. Hello, 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 caller. Let me see. Hold on a second. Love line. Uh, Joe messed it up. No, we should, we should be uh... They changed their mind. They're really? like, yeah. <laughs> they hung I don't want to know. I don't know. I don't care what these guys think. Call back. Yeah, You're oh, it says can't connect. Okay. Oh, can't connect. wonder what happened. <laughs> Not my fault. <laughs> Look at what Kanga. He I says lies. We can hear 100%. Call back. Behind our head. <laughs> you ever walk yeah. around the woods after dark? Yeah, he says Wolford needs to do more <laughs> camping. Yeah, yeah. True. It's true. Um, awesome. We got a, uh, a super chat, so thank you, uh, Plague Dog. <clears throat> oh, go ahead and answer the phone. Let's see what happens. Hello? 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 Can you hear us? Love line. It just, it's gone. I don't know. What happened, Joe? You're I being don't know. trolled. You're being I trolled. Don't know. <laughs> anyway, what's a, well, we had a super chat. Mm. Plague Dog 32 super chat. $5. Thank you, buddy. One is, wanted, to, wanted to say upgraded to a monolith HTP1. Nice. 7X, 11X, uh, amplifiers, I guess. 13-inch, uh, 2,000-watt sub. And an Oppo 203 this last year. Thanks to all your reviews. Thank you for very the content. Cool. You are very, very well. I already, already yeah. asked him about his Oppo. So, and yeah. he said, he said no way, but I call dibs, just FYI. There you go. Why? You Why got him. Happen? No, he I wants want to buy it from him. I want it. Oh, really? <laughs> I've got a 103. I want a 203. Oh, but okay. I want him to give it to me at the price he paid for it when it was bought. Probably new. <laughs> I don't want uh, the five thousand dollar eBay markup prices. Oh, uh, that's probably not going to happen. But still, if you ever want to sell it to me for a youth man deal, hit me up. Why are you whispering, man? Well, I don't know. We can this still hear you. Creepy. That was the creepiest youth man deal I've ever heard. Youth man ASMR deal. Right there. <laughs> the funny thing is, I can't hear my voice at all in this for some reason. Oh, so I don't, I don't know. Him. No, I don't know I, what it sounds like. I can't hear myself. Probably either. causing the issues with the phone call. 
Oh yeah, it's yeah. All no, it's Joe's. I think it's your. Up. I think it's your black background <laughs> I, is what I think. Your dark mode, man. <laughs> That's why. Oh, has has everybody call. seen Spider Man? The new Spider Man? No, yeah, I have not. Yeah. Oh, you need to go see it, dude. Dang it! While I'm thinking about it, I'm gonna have to send Michael a message. On, Do it, on man. My own. Yeah, I'm sending you yeah. while I'm thinking about it because right. I keep meaning to say something to you about it. Yeah, dude. Oh, I man. love it. I, I pre-ordered it already. Oh, look at that. Yeah, we have, we haven't seen. It. I'm not. I'm not going to this theater in town. I this still want to go see it. In uh, Dolby Cinema. Hello, caller. Hello, you're on the air with Joe's Loveline. No, no. Hello, nobody. <laughs> Dude, I think. I think. <laughs> Do it's you want you, me to call? Let hey, me call and see I what happens. I, I think it's maybe it just doesn't work. <clears throat> I don't know. I think it's not. Yeah, working. I doubt it. It says, okay, could not place your call. Can't connect your call. I don't know. Oh, well, it's Technical all right. Difficulties tonight, folks. It's all right. It's all right. Tristan, I you... appreciate that you like my deep, creepy voice. It's awesome, man. The deepy voice. So there's That's Chana. me calling. Yeah. All right. Does it Let's go through? Hello? Nothing. Uh-uh. uh-uh. All right. Oh, well. Yeah. Lame. Boo. Spider-Man has no release date. Right. correct. Well, I guess if, if you want to talk to us, you have to join the after show. <laughs> yeah. That's the only way. We tried. Hey. Yeah. yeah. We tried. Go to hey, patreon.com slash daily hi-fi. Sign up as a patron. You're not only helping us out, we get to video chat with you right after the show. Yeah. Yeah. We do it every week after the show, so it's pretty, pretty sweet. You know how, how late I was there last time? Mm-mm. Oh, yeah, you were saying you were saying it was there for a while. I don't remember exactly like, how long. Right now it's 5. I think it was like 9 o'clock. Mm-hmm. So, you were yeah. there for another 4 hours. I, I think we've all yeah. done some 3-hour shows. Man. Yeah, you just get into it. You know what yeah. I mean? You have fun. Yeah. Just depends on what you got going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm ready. I'm ready to join the, the after show. All right. Let's do it. That's there right. So uh, thank you, everyone, for hanging out here for our main show, uh, the, the Daily Hi-Fi Podcast. We do this every Monday, 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We want to talk about all things audio, video, movies, music. You need to subscribe. And if you're watching on the replay, don't forget to subscribe. Uh, hit the like button and uh, you know share it with your friends and all that kind of cool stuff. And don't forget to become a patron. And we'll see you in the after show, patreon.com slash daily hi-fi. Um, Yes, we got about 10 feet of snow. It sucked. I couldn't shovel anything. Actually, it was awesome. I couldn't shovel any snow, so it was fantastic. (laughs) Um, uh, But yeah, see you guys in the after show. And for those of you that are not patrons, we will see you next week. On behalf of myself, Joe, Michael, and Aaron, see you next week.